Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, the sports historian Lex Anderson. NBA Western Conference Finals. Lakers get swept by the Denver Nuggets. 113-111 final score. And post-game LeBron James hints at potentially retiring. And I will talk about why he should or should not retire. Two sides to a coin. The first part being that LeBron needs help. LeBron played the entire first half, helping the Lakers build a 15-point lead against the Denver Nuggets that immediately was erased when the second half started. His teammates were nowhere to be found. Rui Hashimura, placed into the starting role, was absolutely useless. 3 of 12 from the field. For 10 points, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, D'Angelo Russell, four, two and four points respectively. D'Angelo Russell, who earned $31 million this season, he can go. I'm ready to move on from him. Anthony Davis, 21 points, 14 rebounds. Got outplayed by Nikola Jokic, who should have been a three-time MVP, who had another triple-double. 30 points, 13 assists, 14 rebounds. And the Blue Arrow, Jamal Murray, with 25 points. Missed all of his threes. He took four of them, but he was 10 of 18 from the field. So I will say that LeBron, being 38 years old, in his 20th NBA season still needs help because basketball is a team sport. One man can only do so much. And he did the best he could. The man had 40 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, an assist short of a triple-double. Sadly, I wish that assist could have been the assist that either would have tied the game, sending it into overtime, or... Could have been a three-point shot that would have staved off elimination. LeBron James has been swept for the first time in his NBA career outside of the NBA Finals. Post-game, he talks about potentially hinting at retirement. Don't blame him. I mean, he's given all he's could to the game of basketball. And so much history was made this season, but sadly, a lot of it ended up as Laker losses, including when he had surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being the NBA's all-time leading scorer. A lot of unforgivable losses this season, a lot of them. He played 48 minutes. Again, season 20, 38 years old, teammates not stepping up. There's already talks about acquiring Trey Young, who was rumored with the Hawks that they were looking to uh, rebuild or move on from him. I would definitely welcome Trey Young before Kyrie Irving, because I believe Kyrie Irving wants 
as much max dollars as possible and the Lakers would potentially have to gut the team to appeal to Kyrie Irving. So those would be plus reasons that LeBron should hang around. That and the $50 million that he would get for next season. He becomes a free agent in the 2025 season from what I had read. In his five seasons with the Lakers, LeBron did bring a championship, one-time final MVP, five-time All-NBA, five-time All-Star, an assist title, two appearances in the Western Conference Finals, his points per game at 27.4, highest in Laker history, his eight assists per game, second highest in Laker history. And again, he passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in all-time points, and he passed Magic Johnson in all-time assists. More history was made as he eclipsed over 8,000 career playoff points. Second, Michael Jordan, 5,987. That is insane. Also in the playoffs, 2,000 plus career playoff assists. He is second to Magic Johnson. Wow. So imagine if they could have uh, forced or won a couple of more games or got into the NBA Finals. But I will. Oh, and also, he passed Bill Russell for fifth most playoff double doubles. But sadly, I can't cry about what coulda, shoulda, woulda been. LeBron's all-time playoff ranks, first in points, fourth in rebounds, second second in assists, first in steals, tenth in blocks. There it is. There it is. One of Truly one of a kind, his name and game and legacy will forever be etched into NBA lore. Just wish there could have been some more games, but uh, his teammates, unfortunately, weren't up to it. (laughs) And I've seen that way too many times in LeBron's career. It's like, what more can a team do? He had the shooters, cats can't shoot. You know, it's like, especially Rui Hashimura, 3 of 12 from the field, 0 of 3 or 0 of 4 from 3. That's terrible. That's dismal. You're at home. You should be lighting it up. I I could get when cats can't really perform on the road for whatever reason, but when you're at home, that should be your time to shine. Excuse me, Rui was actually 0 for 3. Especially when you, especially when I saw how effortlessly Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo were wheeling and dealing on the offensive side for the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics. And again, they took the first two games from Boston on the road and then they crushed them in game three on the road. Unfortunately for the Lakers, like I had said, they needed to come out of Denver with a split. 
you can't go out of there down 0-2 because the pressure to win game three is, I'll say, insurmountable. Game one, Denver 132, Lakers 126. Game two, Denver 108, 103. Game three, Denver 119, 108. And then the final nail in the coffin, game four, 113, 111, final score. Look at all these close games, especially the first two. The Lakers had to have walked out with a split, especially game one in particular when the Nuggets had nearly a 20-point lead and the Lakers cut it to three. If the Lakers take game one, who knows what happens? Maybe you psychologically crush the spirit of the Denver Nuggets. But sadly, excuse me, just got a great smoothie over here. But sadly, that didn't happen. Because if you have a 20-point lead and you lose and give up the first game, yeah, you could say, you know, we'll get it back in the second game. But, you know, mentally and psychologically, that would have been a big blow. LeBron in the elimination game, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. An assist shy of a triple-double. I wish that assist could have been the one that either forced overtime or could have led to a three that would have won the game and forced the game five. As for the Lakers, they now fall to 0-9 when down 0-3 in a playoff series, which means that when down 0-3, the Lakers always get swept. They don't, <laughs> they can't even force a game five. So, you know, make that zero and 150, right? Teams that are down that are down 0-3. But let's give props to the Denver Nuggets. I know I had picked them to get to the NBA Finals early early on in the season when the Lakers were struggling. Let's not forget 0-5, 2 for 10, the so-called nationwide sports leaders, analysts, and experts in the Foxes and the corporate shells and the talking heads, the former NBA players who speak from hate, Instead of facts, who had discounted the Lakers, I'll never forget 0.3% chance of making it, but they made it happen. The Lakers escaped the play-in, knocked off the second seed Memphis Grizzlies, potentially ended the Golden State Warriors dynasty. They definitely knocked off the defending champions. I had said before that this was the easiest path to an NBA Finals for the Lakers. I had said that early on, the way it was shaping out. Uh, Because there was only a game. There was only a game difference between the Lakers and the Warriors. The Warriors could have been potentially defending NBA champs in the play-in. But again, I have to speak to the reality. The reality, back to Denver. Nikola Jokic, who should have won his third straight MVP. As the ignorant message in the sheeple say that Joel Embiid should give should have given his MVP back. <laughs> Some, well, he never deserved it in the first place, but I've already talked about that. The Joker earned his eighth triple-double, breaking Will Chamberlain's NBA record for triple doubles in a single postseason that was set back in 1967. 
again, sports historian, noting it in the annals of sports history, what had occurred last night, Monday, May 22nd, 2023. Damn. Well, at least on the plus side, at least LeBron had the ball in his hands. It wasn't left up to, like, (laughs) D-Lo. Good Lord. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm disappointed. You know, it's a sweep that's always embarrassing, humiliating, defeating, disheartening. But technically, statistically, the Lakers weren't even supposed to be be here in the first place. But they made it happen. And I applaud the effort by everybody involved, except for D'Lo, because he's a former Laker who came back. So he should have definitely played with more gumption. Instead, he gets outplayed by another former Laker, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. In my eyes, that is unforgivable. So he definitely needs to go next season. But hey, if the Lakers could get a Trey Young, I'm all for it. Kyrie Irving, eh. The dollars have to make sense. I'll just leave it at that. The Denver Nuggets are in their first NBA Finals ever. I expect them to seal the deal. This is potentially my last NBA podcast episode unless something crazy happens trade rumor breaking news wise I will be back at the close of the NBA finals of course being a sports historian I would have to note it in the annals of sports history who the NBA champion will become in all likelihood it should be the Denver Nuggets I don't see the Boston Celtics surviving the Miami Heat tonight after the way they got battered and bruised in game three. Oh, and blown out. Excuse me. But I will end it with giving the accolades and a thank you to LeBron for what he's done for the franchise. In five years with the Lakers, one NBA championship, one final MVP, five-time All-NBA, five-time All-Star assist title, two Western Conference appearances, Points per game, 27.4, highest in Laker history. Assists per game, 8.0, second highest in LA history. Passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in all-time points and passes Magic Johnson in all-time assists. Playoff-wise, he's he's in second with over 2,000 career playoff assists. Magic Johnson is still at the top with 2,348. He surpassed Bill Russell for fifth most double-doubles. Again, NBA playoff-wise, he passes Bill Russell for fifth most NBA playoff double-doubles. And even more historic, 8,000 career playoff points. Second on the list, Michael Jordan with 5,987 And Kareem, number three, 5,762. And, well, I'll just do the top five. Got 
God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant, number four, 5,640. And Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, in fifth, at 5,250. The Lakers just... Look, look at all that top five. One, two, three, four. Top five. Four of them are LA Lakers. It would have been such a perfect ending to this season with all the history LeBron set. And even when he surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, sadly, it was in a loss. A lot of historic moments LeBron made and had. And the Lakers lost those games. Aggravating, infuriating. So yeah, post-game, he hints at retirement. Don't really blame him, but there is $50 million on the table for next season. And the potential of having all-stars wanting to bandwagon with the Lakers, I'm all for it. Trey Young, why not? That's a big name. You get someone like Trey Young, you could cut the dead weight of D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley. Get them out of here. Lakers should definitely try to keep Austin Reeves. But again, if you get a Trey Young, you don't really need Austin Reeves, even though he was great this postseason. Props to that young man. So, you know, it is what it is at this point. That's what that's the job of uh, genius general manager Rob Palinka and Jeannie Buss to look into. And that's why I, as a fan, just talk about it and hope for the best. But, uh, you know, I'm like, I can't be mad when you knock off the defending champions, the Golden State Warriors. You know, LeBron, he plays with a heart and soul and passion to get to and win a championship. Austin Reeves in the conference finals, 21.3 points per game, 5.3 assists, 3.5 rebounds. Again, I would say keep him, right? But again, if there's a Trey Young out there, why not? Let's not forget that LeBron also almost was going to have season-ending foot surgery. But the Lakers held it down in his absence, and he came back and got him across the finish line to a play-in spot, and they made the playoffs. The Denver Nuggets, though, I do give them props. They are a complete team. Give some more love to the Joker. 27.8 points, 14.5 rebounds, 11.8 assists is... The fourth player to average a triple-double in the conference finals. Joining Jason Kidd, 2001-2002 versus Boston. Magic Johnson, 1982-83 versus the Spurs. And Wilt Chamberlain, 1966-67 versus Boston. Those are some pretty big names. Pretty big names. And he also joins Will Chamberlain as the only players in NBA history to average a triple-double in back-to-back playoff series. Okay. And Jamal Murray, he's decent with it. You know, like when Jamal Murray's on, he's on. And when you have someone dropping 23 points in the fourth quarter, yeah, that pretty much is setting the table that uh, this series is going to be harder than what we thought it was. But they got by him in the bubble, and sadly, the third round was not the charm. But that's all I have to say. Thank you, LeBron, for what you did for the Lakers and Laker Nation. 
Nothing to be sad, nothing to be ashamed about. The, plus, these guys are multimillionaires. Their life, as well as my life, will go on and move on. You can follow me on TikTok at Sports Opinion Log and on YouTube, Sports Opinion Log. End of the NBA season for me at this point. Until next time, sports fans nationwide, Lex Anderson, signing out.